Welcome to It All Boils Down to This, the podcast where father and son take the kitchen table arguments and heated discussions from their home directly to yours. Jim and Jack Boyle will explore the world as only they can. We might even let a few guests join the fun. So sit back, choose a side, watch the water temperature rise, and enjoy stimulating generational conversation about sports and life. All right, episode 25, it all boils down to this. We made the quarter century mark, 25. Uh, Jack, uh, that's thanks for David Imodorf's core Discord band uh, bringing us in. David is going to be rooting for the San Francisco 49ers this weekend, as we all know. So, But that's not where we're going to start off, Jack. You've got a whole list of fun stuff you want to talk about uh, because we talked about football way too much. So I'm not sure exactly which way this is going to go, but you've got your Grammy takes. Is no, that what I got? I mean, we watched the Grammys. We're going to be a little bit late because this is going to come on on like Wednesday and the Grammys are on Sunday night. But you know what? The Grammys actually, they're, they're pretty interesting to watch. And I just, a few things. So the show started out, you didn't watch the start. It starts out with Dua Lipa and, and she's doing the most like outrageous performance ever. I, I don't know why people have to do this. Like you can't just stand there and sing. She was like climbing the jungle gym at, at Ipswich Park. Or Livingston Park, <laughs> Livingston, is that what Livingston, it is? Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I was not a fan of that. I know we have one of our big listeners is like worships her, but I, I don't know. I don't get the Dua Lipa thing. I'll be honest. It wasn't just, I missed the beginning, so I have to confess to missing it. Everyone's but, in love with Dua Lipa. But in I have love. to say that I could see the uh, Travis Scott and Playboy Cardi monstrosity of monstrosities. I mean, if you want to produce your music and show, you know, there is absolutely no singing talent there. It was all yeah. beating up on things. And yeah. I don't know if Dua Lupa was Dua Lupa. No, Dua, Lipa, Dua, Dua Lipa, Lipa can sing and make music. I'm not I'm not criticizing her. I just don't get the performances and all this. But the Travis Scott, he's past his prime. Playboy Cardi has never released anything that is, like, coherent in his life. I, I don't know how he's famous. I do have a student who was in my class last year, Javier. Loves Playboy Cardi. I mean, this kid, They're, this kid, I'm, this kid loves yeah. Playboy Cardi. But I don't get the deal. Uh, you, you told me when Travis Scott came on, he was great six years ago. I think the only thing he did well, he knows one of the Kardashian Kendalls, right? He has kids with uh, Kylie Jenner. He's got two kids, Stormy and something else. They kept they kept changing the name of the the second kid. But yeah, Travis Scott, he's past his prime, and that's uh, Travis Scott does not like translate to a Grammy's performance. I'm sure if you're at one of his concerts and you're not dying, uh, hopefully. If you're at one of his concerts, it's probably something. It's probably at least somewhat entertaining. It sounds yeah. good, but on TV at the Grammys, no way. The sec, uh, the sec, wait, 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 you get wait, more? wait. I, no, I, I have one more thing because I was told not allowed to make jokes. I think I'll do one first joke being the thing. Was the kid's middle name Daniels? What was 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 their kid's middle name Daniels? Stormy Daniels? No, no. It was, okay, it, I thought. It was see, th- this is what this is why mom <laughs> tells you to not make jokes. They're awful, Stormy Daniels. <laughs> That was an awesome joke. Come on. All right. Good for you. Go, okay, yeah. Let's roll on. Next. The Get song of the year. System. It was oh, It was also performed. It was Billie Eilish. I'm not exaggerating. It was the worst thing I have ever heard. It is the, she whispers the whole song. I can't even make out what she's saying. It was, her brother's playing the piano. Phineas. It was awful. It was, ter- it's like, it, it almost sounded like something they would play at like a POW camp to torture them. It was that bad. Was that the Barbie song? I think. I missed that it, one, too. It, honestly, it was the worst song I've ever heard. Ever heard. What should have won Song of the Year, I'd never heard it, was the Miley Cyrus song. Who Flowers. She just stood there and sang, and she can really sing, and had probably 
everyone loves the what is it Tracy Chapman and and uh, yeah the uh, big dude Luke, Luke Combs, Combs whatever Luke Combs. doing that Luke everyone Combs. loved that I I thought Miley Cyrus probably had the best most powerful performance and she really did a good job and she should have won the the song of the year Bill, that Billie Eilish song a disgrace it was a disgrace didn't Miley win two awards though. Yes, yeah, down the road. Yeah. I, I Miley won, won three awards. She won two music awards and one for how do you go with like paper clips or ba- bobby pins on your dress. That's all she had on. Yeah, well, this, you know, and this, then this, she this, says some weird it's, stuff. It's better than her being on like a wrecking ball or dancing that's with true. Robin Thicke. That's um, true. That's true there. You got a point there. Then, but she did win twice. Jay-Z had a weird little rant speech. Can he I speak kinda to went, He kind of went Kanye on him. Kanye posted it, which you never want Kanye posting your stuff, this this version of Kanye posting your stuff. It was kind of strange. Can I speak? I, I think it was it was his way to get back at the Academy. Who he always, wasn't happy. It wasn't happy because his wife, Beyonce's won like 30 awards and never won Album of the Year or yeah. Song of the Year, whatever so the I'm, total I'm, one. I'm so pretty... I don't know what that – but he did make – he made some really good points. Um, and one of them, and I can't remember exact quote, but one of them, he says, you just keep plugging away and plugging away. That's a great point for life. But then he, he intermixes it in with his, with his antagonistic talk to the Academy. But he made a great point. You know, you gotta, if, you, if you do something, you keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Not that you're always going to be successful, but the fact that you keep trying makes it, you know, at least you, you believe in what you're doing and try to do it. The Academy, not, the Academy might not award you with that stupid statue. I'm pretty sure that original Kanye rant, like the most infamous Grammy moment ever, the Kanye Taylor Swift thing, that was about Beyonce not winning Album of the Year. I'm pretty yeah, sure that was. Uh, he it, wasn't went up there it wasn't the Grammys. It was like AMAs or something. I don't think I, it was the Grammys. I thought it was the Grammys. We'll have to double check. It Kevin, doesn't matter. Kevin, if you're listening, you got to double check. He doesn't me. know. He, he's, he's too busy worshiping Kanye still for some weird oh, reason. God. What a weirdo Kanye is. All right, is, so we got, we've got uh, Dua Lupa. We have Billy, Dua Lipa, excuse me. We've got Billie Eilish. We got Miley Cyrus. We got uh, Dr. Dre award to um, big guy there, Jazzy Jeff, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> Jay-Z. 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 And uh, this is the thing. I watch those awards. And I am so goddamn old, Jack, watching those awards. I I probably – I knew Miley Cyrus. I knew Taylor Swift. I knew Swifty from football, but I knew Swift. Those are really the only two. I know who Billy Eilish is. Well, no. You, you, the next point I'm going to say is another really good performance of that was Billy Joel. Oh, with I forgot his about song. that. I thought the song was pretty good, and he sang really good. And I mean, he's he sounded be, phenomenal. He'll be able to perform till the day he dies. Honestly. Right, sitting at the piano. And I, again, what people realize with Billy Joel, he hasn't. I remember when he stopped. He said, "I'm not going to do it anymore. I just don't have the passion." And I'm glad that they got him back into the business. But he sells out Madison Square Garden like once a month. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got like a residence there. He's a really, really, really dynamic performer. He's from the he's from the American early seventies, mid seventies. Have you ever seen him live? Never saw him live. Jo- Uncle Joe saw him and Elton John together though. Where? When? When was that? Foxborough. They he do and, a uh, tour together? Down at Foxborough. Yeah, they did. He and, he and Lisa saw him at Foxborough. And they said it was phenomenal. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think if I had a rate, of course, I'm always going to take Bruce. But after Bruce, you saw, you saw Paul McCartney. I, I think that's a great show. I think Billy Joel would be a great show to go to. I agree yeah. with you. No, I would think so. And then last, the album of the year, it was weak categories. And they gave it to Taylor Swift. And it was her fourth one. And I'm not going to, like, trash on Taylor Swift here, but it was very much like Messi winning the Ballon d'Or. It's, like, kind of got it off their reputation. It wasn't 20 years from now. Nobody's going to remember this Taylor Swift album, honestly. What I was don't the name th- of the album? I don't know. I don't either. Was Midnight? it Antihero? Midnight's, Ant- Midnight's, I think. Midnight's. Antihero is the big song on it or whatever, which, again, I, I haven't really heard. So She's, I, I dating really the anti- be... She's dating the Antihero. He said it was his, he, Travis said it was song. his favorite song. But yep. about, about ta- that Taylor Swift... When you look back at her music, 
like this isn't going to be an album that you're like, oh my god, remember when she did that? Remember when she did that? It's it just it isn't. It's going to be some of her you earlier know, stuff. They, I think she's probably past her like prime of making music. Like she probably won't. She's obviously when she releases music, it's number one hits. Same thing with Drake. But I don't think it's going to be like. She's releasing like one of her top ten songs of all time. That's you know what's funny about that. That's the way it works with all musicians. I know. You think about it. What what do you? But she's still winning you, the award. You, you produce a lot of your stuff great in the first ten years of, as you get popular because you're young and yeah. vibrant. You're you're with you're hip with the thing. So the only thing Taylor's got going for, her, other than the football thing, is she does sing pop music now. Country pop yeah. music now, so she she has a very wide audience. Whereas, like, let's go, Green Day just released their album Saviors, and they're really they're punk rock, uh, punk pop rock, whatever you want to call them. Their their audience as they've gotten older has it, it shrinks. Whereas Taylor's is always going to be big. Miley Cyrus always going to have a big audience. So, and these guys they have great voices and and great talent of writing songs. So I think they're they're going to at least mature further along than like Travis Scott and. Playboy card. Now I'm not I'm not like a Taylor Swift expert, but I probably would say like when her prime was and when it when she really exploded. Like obviously she this was year. huge. She was huge, but when she really became like number one star was when she made that transition to making more poppy type. Exactly, music. I agree, hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you. Yeah, and she's now. If huge. we had Amanda here, we could ask her like about all the albums and like when it kind of changed. And I would I would probably bet that those are when it really exploded for her because yeah. she's the number one star in the world. And I think Dave, that number one star in the world. Who yeah, on top of yeah, that now gets the all one, the NFL guys. I get that, but she was the number one star in the world before Travis. Yeah, she doesn't need Travis Kelsey. Right. Just like Travis Kelsey, I mean, he's a lot more popular now, but he was still one of the most probably yeah, top five that. recognizable people in football before he was dating I her. I think but, one of the things is I'll interject real quick on the Grammys is, is you know, it's an award show. They 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 they're really it's an award show and it's all about money. So so. If they make a decision that Jay-Z and Beyonce don't deserve album of the year, that's because they're looking at it from a straight dollar standpoint. You know, you know I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know who should have won. I didn't know any of the songs, any of the albums anyway, whatever the hell, album, song. What are there's album, record, and song. Yeah. And the know. song is who wrote it. The album is the whole album, and the record is the single. The, the thing with song of the year, I was, like, looking back at it, it goes back to, like, uh, 1959 when they were giving out song of the years. There's not the song. They're not, like, great iconic songs that have won that award it's not really there's not many like i, I don't know how like in, in the 60s the beatles never won the best song award right the rolling stones have never won like the best song award in the 70s i think i think billy joel actually did win one but stuff like that it's it's weird. led zeppelin never the won. songs don't age well on, on those yes right yeah uh, uh, led zeppelin they do stairway to heaven yeah yeah that they did won. a lot of good hard <laughs> metal stuff hey that's great uh and not not bad uh first five or six minutes here talking about something that had not really the sports. Well, yeah, I mean, right? that, with the NF, our show has been carried uh, yes. by football because we started in like August and basically we just made it a college football and um, right. an NFL dominated show and that's going away. So we got to, we got to show our versatility here. Oh, so we are diverting or divert, or di we are diverting. I'm a five tool things. podcaster. Five tool. And you know what? Let's go to the second tool of podcasting. The Jack is the second tool of podcasting. Let's go to the second tool, which I know you have on the list EPL, which I think stands for English Premier League. So here you go, ready, everybody, ready for it? Go. We're gonna start off with Man United played Wolves. This no, not Wolves. We played. Um, we beat Wolves four to three midweek. Who we play? Uh, we played West Ham. I don't know why I wrote Wolves. We played West Ham one three nothing. Looks like we're starting to hit form. And if you guys listen to this podcast all all year, I said wait till we get healthy. Wait till we get healthy. We finally got healthy. We finally look like we're playing good. And this one guy, we got a little five nine center back defender, brilliant player on the ball. He was out for like seven months. He finally comes back. Looked like he tore his ACL in the game. We got lucky. He's only out for eight weeks. 
but let's see let's see if we can still keep up this form without him. But we do. We look better uh, in the in, in Ten Hag. I trust. Keep giving them time uh, with the new owners and everything. So the por- the performances are getting better. It's been good. Uh, can I interject yeah, on the go. injury? You should have seen our house. Oh my God! It was like the death. It was like everybody had to wear black. Uh, the death knell was struck on our good friends from Man United. So it was just an, then. Then Jack texted me that oh he didn't tear his ACL. I said he, okay. So you you want Mister Hyperbole? He Hyperbole it through. Dad, I just wa- he, he so we signed him two years ago. Last year he was amazing, amazing until April when he got hurt. Then we rushed him back from his injury at the start of this year. He wasn't fully healthy. He wasn't that good for like the month he played this year. Ended up going back. I think he might have got okay. another surgery. And then we get him back, and he changes our team. He makes us look so different. And then we lose him again. I thought he tore his ACL. I thought he was going to miss all the next. I know year. we could tell. So at home. I that was that was a very scary moment. A very okay. Scary moment. Real quick on Manu before we go to to uh, the Chelsea number destroying Chelsea. Uh, where where are they sitting the table right now as we speak? February sixth. I, I think. I don't know. We're either seventh or sixth. We're eight points off a of top four. Five points off a of fifth. Fifth might get a Champions League spot this year. Uh, we uh, Austin Villa is. Villa, they are eight points above us. We go to Villa Park this weekend. So if we can beat them, it's only five points. So top four is very much, I, I saw it's still like 10 to 1 odds, but it's within the reach. Our, our, our front three is starting to pick up form, the two young guys there. Kabi Main, who comes in the team as a midfielder, 18 years old, looks brilliant. Casemiro's back, and we got we got guys fit. It's just this. It's what it is. All right. So next on the list, you have the American owners destroying Chelsea. What, I, I, what does that mean? I don't. I don't really have anything. I, it's just Todd Bowley. What he has done at Chelsea, he has totally destroyed that club. I, they are horrible. They're sitting in eleventh place. They're like Luton's, like seven points off them. Luton Town. Go look up where they play their stadium. They should not be seven points off of Chelsea. Just the way he's went about his business and how many players they've signed and given out the eight year contracts. They're in a very bad spot, Chelsea. Do you and know that guy? It's that, all Putin's fault. It's all Putin's fault for starting that war. You know the guy that um, wrote "Blinded by the Light," a Springsteen thing. He's from Luton. He rooted for Luton Town. Oh, good a, for just him. Just a little, little, little trivia here. Shout out Ross Barkley. He's playing really good this year for them. He sucked at Chelsea. Sucked. Does he relate to Charles Barkley? No, he does not. Okay, who's next? Arsenal next, decl- okay. outclasses Liverpool. You don't have to read all of that. Okay, Arsenal just I do. totally it says right there. Okay. I, I get that. Arsenal totally dominated Liverpool. They totally, totally outclassed him. Mikel Arteta destroyed Klopp in that game. He destroyed him. But I, I don't know. If, can I say? Can I say Arteta's a dickhead? No, you okay. can. Art. Oh, here's a Arteta. Can I say that word? He's a Richard head. Okay. Ar- good. 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 Mikel Arteta. He he acted like a Richard head after the game. He did, and it takes away from from how tactically brilliant he had them. How how brilliantly he set them up tactically. It really does. Because after the game, and it's embarrassing from the pundits. All they were talking about was the celebrations and the over-celebrating. And Jamie Carragher, who was commentating on the game, he's a Liverpool, I guess he's a legend. He won nothing. He won a Champions League. He, he, I guess he's a Liverpool legend. He was just whining, get down the tunnel. You won the game. It's three points. You've been brilliant. You're back in the title race. Get down the tunnel. Let them celebrate. My issue with this is Klopp does the same thing, but at the end of the day, Klopp will smile a little bit and uh, make a joke and kind of seem like he's a nice guy. Klopp's a Richard head, too. Mikel Arteta just never has that warm feeling, and he's always kind of—he's always being a Richard head in the media and during the games, all that. But when Klopp does it, it's like the whole world loves it. When Arteta and Arsenal do it, it's—it's it's a problem. What it's, nationality is Arteta? Arteta's Spanish. Spanish. Klopp's Klopp? German. German. So you would I don't get that one. Yeah, That's why I asked that question. Yeah, you would think it'd be the <laughs> other way around, almost. But no, uh, credit to Arsenal—they looked really good. 
Again, I'm going to mention Kevin. He is the most pathetic fan of all time. We already he, knew that. He is putting up an F-minus season as a fan. An F-minus. They're like, this, they're, this is their best team. They're better than last year. They are. They're better defensively. Maybe the goals aren't coming, but they're better defensively, and that's how you win titles, really, is you really have a great defense. You don't win titles by scoring a ton of goals. Liverpool tried doing that in... Um, in uh, like 2013 with Sturridge and Suarez, and they ended up losing because Jared slipped. But Kevin, dude, get behind your team. He just talks about how awful this season's been. There's a chance they could win. I think they're out of the FA Cup, but there's there's a chance they could win a double. They could win the Champions League. They could win the Premier League. They won't win the Premier League, but they could. So we're grading Kevin, um, the Arsenal fan, with an F minus. It's almost a disgrace to an F. It F should be minus. worse. So Kevin, if you're out there, I know you're listening. I'm gonna back Kevin up a little bit. That's just the way he always is. No, no, it's not. No, it's different. It's not like he's, he's always a negative middle. Nelly. No, I I get that. But last year he's loving the team. He he is the whole year. He says he he still to this day says the season's been a disaster. What do you mean? You're like three points off the off first place. You're in the round of sixteen in the Champions League. You're probably the second or the third favorite to win the Champions League. What are you talking about? When's the last time Arsenal won the league? You know? uh, Arsenal. I think it was the Invincibles, which is like oh four. And then wow. and then Mourinho came in, slapped around. Um, Slapped around uh, Wenger. They built a new stadium and started selling off all their great players from that okay, team. Good. And then they had money issues for a little bit. And Excellent. they've really. All right. Any other, any other Premier League? Uh, I know you're hate, you weren't were happy with the uh, commentators, right? The uh, whatever they well, call Well, that's what it was. Guys. The pundits. Yeah. Carragher and, Carragher and Gary pundits. Neville. Okay. I don't understand what was up Is there. Is there a ass. pundit that you like? I like, I, I like Carragher and Gary Neville. I do. I'm just saying they were very immature. You, they were talking about Arsenal being immature. They were immature after the game. They were. Talk about the game. Don't w- Stop talking about this celebration crap. They beat Liverpool in their biggest game of the season so far. They didn't just beat them. They, they handled Liverpool. They handled them. Now, the scoreline 3-1 to one and blah, 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 they didn't probably they, – they, they just don't have a striker to put in tons of goals for them. But it is what it is. They, they played great. And, okay, and we're so, talking about the celebrations. Uh, it's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday, February 6th or 5th? Or 6th. 6th. So give me a quick prediction how the league table ends up. I think right Man here. City wins the league quite so Man, easily. Man City won. Who's yeah. two? Uh, I'll go Arsenal. Arsenal two. Who's three? Liverpool. Liverpool's three. Man United. Well, Man United four. Why not? Okay, I'll Man say I'll say four. Why not? I don't who, trust Tottenham. And then you said there might be a fifth yeah, league in Villa? the Who? Villa. Um, you know what? <sighs> God. I, I, I think Villa's just going to be a little bit more consistent than Tottenham. So I'll go, I'll go Villa over Tottenham. Who's the team from the north? Newcastle. Newcastle's ter- they, they can't they, play. They're they they're, they're all over the place okay. right now. So we've got Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool, um, Man United, Man United, and Villa. Okay, yes. that's Jack. Uh, Jack, that's what you got here. That's great. Uh, EPL. Going on. It's in it, it, all in all honesty, there's a good chance Villa and, and Tottenham are finish above us. All right, that's EPL talk. We'll we'll try to keep you up to date as we go on here. Like I said, we're going to lose football, so. Uh, next sports up again. College basketball is pretty boring. So the next sport up oh, really from football. Wait, wait. wait. Oh, I, Armand, I watched the college basketball game. So pat me on the back. Clap, clap, clap. First off, Fox and Directv, figure it out. No, it's because it's channels twenty five. No, Fox. channel channel twenty five and Directv, TV, figure it out because Caitlin Clark was on Fox channel twenty five the other night, and I couldn't watch it. I had to watch Kentucky play. Was it Tennessee? Ugh, I don't care. They're like two top ten teams. I don't care. You watch North Carolina Duke, though, right? I watch North Carolina Duke. Armando Baycott's. I mean, he's like twenty four years old. He's been he's been playing for ten years, but he he reminded me of Julia Okafor. He was dominating that game. He was. 
I don't know if that's good or bad, Jalil Okafor. No, Jalil Okafor was a monster in college. In college, but an absolute monster. Yeah, Baycott's not going to be a good pro. He's probably a little bit undersized. Wasn't Okafor like 18 years old? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. That's how good Okafor was, though. It's like he dominated when he was 18. This kid's 24. He's dominated. He should be dominated. He's 24 years old. He rebounds. Oh, my God. He rebounds. Wow. All right. So you saw that. Duke. Okay, but so what we got coming up and then, is there's uh, a Duke called Ingram on North Carolina. I think. Yeah, made a ton of threes. Yeah. Good shooter. North Carolina looked a good team, but again, that's at the Dean Dome. It's tough, and, tough to win there. Yeah, last night Kansas State beat Kansas in overtime again. So they, I saw uh, Kansas all, State was two in women's and they lost. So Iowa was back up to two. I would right, imagine. Good for Iowa. Guess who's number one? Dawes she's, she's close to breaking the um. Dawes the Staley. Dawes Staley and the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks or women Gamecocks, whatever they call Gamecock in a female ver- ver- vernacular. Um, but again, we got the spring coming up, and spring means baseball. And I think that. I have I figure one thing out. Jack and the AD Dennis Ingram, they're they the, every time I go in his office, it's like going up to talk Jack at home about the Red Sox. So something important happened, and, and Jack and, and and Dennis don't think it's as important as I do. But something important happened with the Red Sox. Fenway Sports Group brought in Theo Epstein, the savior of '04 and '07. They brought Theo Epstein to be a part owner and to help with the, with that. Uh, I think it's a great move. I think that down the line, it's going to really help Craig Breslow as an advisor to keep him, keep him going right. Jack, I know your take is different. I know Dennis yeah. Ingram's take. Look, different. it's a good move, but he's not involved in like the day to day operations of the Boston Red Sox. He's more of an FSG like oh, oh, big picture guy. So I know he he I, John Henry listens to him and all that, but it really it was like they threw there was they threw a piece of meat at you and you ate it up. I don't I didn't eat it. No. So you didn't eat it up. I'm not buying it. No. You and Dennis That's the Red Sox. Go sign players. I don't care about the Okay, so let me ask. Give me a player. Let Give me, me ask. Montgomery. Okay, so let's Someone. say. Are, are, how about Corbin we go Burns. this route? How close to contention are they? Nowhere near. If they near. sign Montgomery, how close to contention are they? If they sign, uh, they signed the fraud, uh, Turner, Justin Turner, who's a fraud, who have a great fraud? year. Fraud? How do you call took, him a fraud? He's a fraud. He took number two. He's a fraud. What is that? And you know a that. Fraud. He had he's a fraud. He had a monster year at Fenway as a 38-year-old DH. And he's a really good guy. In the community, in the clubhouse, he's a dude you want on your team. He's going to be a manager someday, 100%. I think he used to sit next would, to Alex Cora. You need right, a guy like you him have, on your team. Would you have taken the option instead, then, taken the $19 million option he had? Sure. What else are we going to spend it on? Okay, okay. So <laughs> it's like, do you think, again, I'm going to ask you this, as we always uh, argue this. If you sign, let's say they sign Jordan Montgomery and they make a trade for— uh, Corbin Burns, Corbin. they would be in contention. Well, you think so? If they had they, Burns, they, Montgomery, Giolito, Bello, and— Pavetta, whoever else, they, whoever. yes, they would be in contention with that. But the, no, they're not. Well, they're not going to sign Montgomery. They're, they're, they're not close. They're not, so, no. so do you, you think that the depth-wise, offensively, and bullpen-wise, they're good enough that they sign one or two more starting pitchers to compete, or to not compete no, to make they, the playoffs? I, they still would need like another batter or two, like a Justin Turner and maybe like an outfielder, so uh, Soler or something like that. So, as pissed off you are, and everyone is, what do we? What do we? What do you? Um, what can not to Theo, but what do we look forward to? Who are the? Give me five players that watch this year. I don't care. No, I don't. I, look, I, there are some guys I like. I like, uh, but they have some good young talent. But I don't care. I really, I I'm very fed up with this because they lied to us, and and then we lied apparently. But they, he, he, Sam Kennedy lied to us. They, we were lied to. I I don't care about the five players to watch out for. He lied. And live ago, full throttle is that the yes, line? Yes, all you he didn't have. Why'd you say actually that? that was Tom Warner, not not Sam Kennedy, but we'll, we'll let that one slide. Yeah, it was Tom Warner. Good, good point. Tom Warner. Yeah, the play, we got to get players with high war. I, again, I played it on the podcast. Whatever. Oh, and, you, then, and then you come out, you're cutting payroll. What do you mean? 
Okay. Okay. So here's. I'll be at I'll be uh, at Fenway once this year. It will be for Xander, not for the Red Sox. Okay. Good. Good. Just like last year. Can you still give me five players? Okay. Uh, I like to, uh, always. I'm always gonna like Devers because Devers I'm, I'm just won, waiting yep, for him. To, I'm Devers. waiting for him to hit 40 home runs. Obviously, Brian Bale. Yep. I love Garrett Whitlock. He's been really shaky the past couple of years. Yep. I I don't think they really know what they want to do with him. I love him as as just a weapon out of the bullpen. That's what he should be instead of trying to make him a starter. Um. You know who I, I I couldn't even look at this guy's face without like getting sick two years ago, but I love him last year. He was great. Jaron Duran. I'm excited to see what he can do this year. Um, Cassius is uh, is an entertaining player because he's a really good hitter. Uh, hopefully, he can improve a little bit on the at first base. No, the, so fun. those that's those good. are my five. And then and, you get like Raphael and right. other guys. Well, again, like that. you look at your list. I look at your list. You have only one pitcher. You have two pitchers on there: Bello yeah. and Whitlock, because you like Whitlock. If I, I think uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how Raphael performs. Noah Song. Uh, I think yeah, yeah <laughs> I remember that thing. I think that's a pretty good. I I think this is the year where Cassius has to step up, and then the then that'll transition us to the next piece. Now step so, up, but he he's, he's fine. Step well, up. He, step he had a great up. year last year. Uh, how about we look at it this way though? Bobby Witt, you had on the list, who is fantasy. On my team because I was the smartest fantasy player except for the yeah, last week good of the for playoffs. You, Bobby Witt. I don't care. So Bobby, you don't know this. He signed a deal for eleven million, eleven years, two hundred eighty million. Um, do you see anybody in the Red Sox going to the long term route? Maybe Cassius and maybe Velo, but but yeah, I, I don't know. But I, I don't know them. So let's say that. Agents. Let's say that. that the, I don't know what. No, I don't know do, what they're going to offer. Do you them. think Witt deserves that money? Bobby Witt, yeah. Of course, eleven right. years, two eighty-eight million. You're the it's the Royals have never done anything like that. Very good for the Royals. Yes, hundred percent. All right, All right. so money. for sure, he's so, a franchise player. So as we what go, he, he he hit like he almost went like thirty and thirty home runs, fifty, 50 stolen, stolen bases, bases last year. I think it was twenty-nine. 51. And is he a good is he a good shortstop? Very he, good shortstop. So hundred percent. How would you not say yes? Well, because the Red Sox don't say yes to those players. That's what I'm leading up to. No, is, I know, but that's what I'm leading up to. So you you've got Cassius. To me, the, the two guys we have is Cassius, and you have. Um, Bella, who are your, I think, the, the guys on the precipice of becoming regular players. Do you go to them and try to sign them long term? Yeah, of course. Okay. Do you have a figure you want to sign them for, though? No, I don't know. Like, the thing, Bellows, it's weird with pitchers. You never really know. Like, Bellows, it would be hard to give him a long term deal right now just because there's too much, like, unknown of what he's right. going to be. Cassius, the thing with Cash, he's a great player, but. It's not like Bobby Witt, where there's very few of them in the league. There's a lot of Tristan Cashes. That's in the true. League. That's true. So I, I that's don't know. true. I agree with this. So and I'm not saying that is a bad thing on Cashes. There's, there's more right. of that type of player a, than there you're, is. You're enough like, first base. Your star is you hope Marcelo right. Meyer right. becomes Bobby Witt. That's so what so you that, that was my next question. So they got the four guys they brought to Winter Weekend. They got Teal, Meyer, uh, Anthony, and York. Uh, if one of those. Four, and I hope one of those four actually becomes the player we expect to play, like a superstar. Yeah. How how quickly should the Red Sox be on top of signing long term, and and why is it that everyone else can sign their players long term except Red Sox can't? Because they're cheap. They're cheaper than the Royals. The Red Sox are cheaper than the Royals. Yeah, I don't know. A hundred percent. If 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 he's if in his like second year, third year, he finishes second in the MVP voting. Maybe try and get a long-term deal. Yeah, down. that's my next question. That's a good thing. Yeah. So the Red Sox at one point had the three guys they from their from their system. They had Betts, Bogarts, and Devers, and Benintendi, and Benintendi. But Benintendi <laughs> Which is a good thing they didn't go along with. Benintendi's it. not in that range. He was though. So he was, we yes, we've he was. discussed we've Benintendi. Just, you know what is almost like Roman Anthony. 
a little bit kind of similar type prospect. I hope that Roman and, and he more really, power than he does. Jesus Christ. I don't know. What Ben gave us, though, what Ben Attendee gave us in, in 17 and 18, yeah, I he totally was a very good player. I I, he just fell off a fell cliff because the they changed his swing a little bit. Right. So, uh, Betts, Bogarts, and Devers. And I would have gone. And, and again, Devers is a great player and a great hitter. Great hitter. Probably a DH long term or first baseman. You got Cashley. I would have read, I, if I ranking them, I would say I want to sign Betts long term before everybody, then Bogarts, then Devers, and end up they they got packed into the Devers. Well, Devers is a bit younger and, and things like that, so Devers Devers I would rank second over Bogarts. They should have had them all though. <laughs> I agree there. I agree there. And they did kind of sign Xander to a deal. Yeah, a but Xander's bit. agent the was Scott Boros, who was smart, yeah. gets the opt out, and then the Red Sox choke because because Bloom just I don't blame Bogarts on the owners. Bogarts is Bloom undervalued. The, the, the Bogart. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and do, you, I agree. And if you the, talk about uh, Justin Turner being the great, Justin Turner's 38 years old, you have Sandra Bogart. Stop picking on Justin Turner. I, I, uh, the, you're right. The owners are responsible for Mookie. Yes. The general manager of Heim Bloom is responsible for Xander. Yes. Because the owners would have signed him. If yes. you put the contract, he, he had the opportunity, because they signed Trevor Story, he had the opportunity to give him a, thir- a six year, like 170 million dollar deal. Yeah. Which he would have taken in that spring. Correct. And, Correct. And, and it's a good thing that never happened for him because he made, right. he, he made gets like mint. an extra hundred million. They that's bad that's really simple that uh, Jaime, I don't know how to evaluate talent, uh saw that Trevor Story thought Trevor Story was more valuable than Sandra Bogarts and signed him. I think. And that that's what happens. I'm excited so, for Trevor Story this year. Yeah, he'll can't be wait. he'll be hurt in a couple of weeks. I I'm just about waiting him. for Chris Sale to get yeah, hurt yeah, down yeah, at Yeah, that's the greatest thing. Okay. Uh, Corbin Burns got traded to the Orioles, who traded some of their uh, a top 100 prospect, uh, and then also a pitcher who would pitch in the major leagues. So they got a major league ready pit, left-handed pitcher and one of their top prospects, probably the fifth best prospect in the Orioles system, which is loaded because the Orioles system loaded because they sucked for 15 years, just like the Astros did. And if that's the way you ha- if that's the way you got to rebuild, that's the way you got to rebuild. But the Corbin Burns thing surprised me. I have to say, I was shocked the Orioles did it. Yeah. But uh, and it'll make them better. But does it make them? Does it give them enough pitching to win? Yes, win it all. Yeah, yeah. They can. They. They. I think. I in the American League, I would have them as the favorites. A favorite over the favorite over Houston, over New York, over Toronto, over Tampa, over yeah, yeah. Minnesota, yeah. yeah, over the Angels, oh, yeah. over yeah. the Red Sox, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, Do you I, yeah I, I, I think what, I like what they're doing. New owners. I now? like what they're doing too. But Baltimore again, you you have that year where you 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 finally shoot to the top, and then and then you have to look at where's their regression going to come from. But they right. added one of the best pitchers in baseball. You know how big that is for them. It, I agree. That's a huge. I would agree if if they if they didn't get him, I would say they're going to regress a little bit from last year. But now that they have him, I think they're primed to, to win the American. So then let's bring the let's bring it back to the Red Sox because everything is about the Red Sox. Who's the other pitcher they have there? The British. No, not uh, I know British. Uh, the, is other the other big other, guy, um, uh, Means, is coming back no, from injury. No. Oh, I forgot about him. Means yeah. is back from injury. He's, he's a good. He's uh, a good innings. One of the guy. I'm no, Grayson Rodriguez. Oh, Rodriguez. That's who it is. Right, yeah. So they have young, enough pitchers. Young for pitcher sure. who knows what's happening. So bring 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 uh, Corbin Corbin back. Um, Corbin Burns back. He he also is a Boris client, so he will yeah, be going to free right. Agency. He's a one year rental. What what is the Red Sox? Have, let's say they had to trade Nick York and uh, Teal for him. I would say no Teal, but Teal Teal did 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 Baltimore give up a prospect as good as Teal? Well, the uh, what's his name? Joey Ortiz was ranked right around to Ortiz. But I would, then, then the I would picture, say I would say you, they, you think about that up. if you're willing to spend. So if they had signed Justin Turner, if they had signed Montgomery, if they had signed Soler, then I would think about because then you just need one. You need the ace, and you get him. 
I think yeah. if you're going to trade but prospects no, for pitching, you have to do what they did in 2017 when they traded the two prospects for sale. So you're going to get guy, you're going to get somebody you can control for long term, longer term than one year. So that, and I don't, I don't love, I don't love the idea of Dylan Cease because I've had him in fantasy, and he's 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 like it's a weird, it's a weird feeling for me. But that's where I, I, I don't think, I don't think Burns and the Red Sox ever would have been a, been a fit. It's like Glass now is a one year rental too that the Dodgers got. They pay, they give him nothing for him. He's a wild card. And I would have liked him. You're right. Well, no, they, they gave him, but they didn't. But he signed. Glass now signed oh, with the right. Dodgers. So that yeah, doesn't right. count. Dodgers threw like two billion dollars out of people this fall. So they are the villain. Yeah, that's the other thing. We, we, one billion on of that's getting paid in 2070. Yeah, I don't see it on your list, but didn't Mookie had a great tweet or during his podcast? He said, we are the, we are everyone's World Series when they play the Dodgers. And I totally agree with him. And then people start pissing and moaning about it, right? Yes. I, don't, I, don't, I do not understand the reaction that that, that, that statement got. He's right. He's Especially, absolutely you're, right. You're the you're the new. It's like the Yankees in like 1999. You're you're the you're the New York Yankees. You're outspending everyone by a ton. Like of course everyone wants to be. You it's got like, all these players. It's like the Yankees in Antonio, except they don't have three world champions. They have three them. MVP. They have four because I shot Kershaw resigned. They have four yeah, MVPs Kershaw on their team because Freeman did Freeman win the MVP in the COVID year? He I don't might, remember who did. I, I think Freeman has an MVP though. So they have four MVPs on their team. Four. And you know what? They have Ryan Brazier back too. Yeah, good for him. Okay. Uh, Brazier other... pitched great for them last year. He was great. It's just like he pitched great for us in 2018. Any other baseball stuff? Not. Uh, we'll get to baseball as we go forward. As I get down to Florida, it gets warm. We'll, we'll fill you in more. Uh, moving on to the NBA, right? That's what next. So the Philadelphia. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, um, and two of them have to do with some, two of them have somewhat related. The Sixers have Embiid, and the Bucks have Doc Rivers now, and he has a one by one one out of four. Um, Embiid, what 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 what's your take on the Embiid situation? They've been like really being like they're saying strange things. There's information coming out of that like they're expect he didn't isn't he having surgery? Yes, he's gonna be out there. They hope to get him back in four weeks. He's having surgery. He's one of the most injury prone players in the league. I would be surprised if he plays again this year. The way they're talking about this injury, at first it was like he's day to day. Like Shams was tweeting, was getting information, then tweeting that he's day to day. It's Shams, I think. It was. It's very weird what they're saying about this injury. I have no idea what it is, really. It's something flipped. Some meniscus piece they have operated on. Either either pieces like falling off or flapping in the breeze there down the knee, or something to that effect. And they're going to cut it. They're going to snip it. Yeah. Um, but again, they've been very secretive. I agree. And I think they're done without them. They're well, what obviously. Are they, what are they? <laughs> fifth or sixth right now? Right. Yeah. Well, so. Uh, Two years ago when the Celtics went to the finals, I think, I don't know if he had surgery, but he Robert did. Williams, Robert Williams had he had surgery and he missed like two months. And he, I remember in the playoffs, though, he, he, he almost played like every other game. He would, he would miss games. So I just can't see him beat. I just can't see it. I really I can't. Right. Well, and again, if you're the Sixers, you have to make a decision because you, do you really drop into the play and now maybe you think maybe Embiid will be back and I can win a playing game, then I can get to seven or eight seed and then I can – Maybe win a one round playoff game. Who knows? But that's a major injury because again, we were everyone was bitching about the sixty five game rule, and now he's going to blast that away. He's going to lead the league in scoring with like thirty six. Well, he won't qualify. Right, right. So that's good. He won't qualify for anything. So the thing, the the reason that it's weird that the the four weeks thing is it almost leaves him open to criticism when he misses the rest of the year. Oh, Embiid's ducking a Embiid injury. 
just say he's hurt badly. So my, I, we talked about my guy, Lissandro Martinez, coming back and hurting his knee. He's not having surgery. He sprained his, like, MCL or whatever. He, we immediately, like they, they were saying online, like six to eight weeks, immediately the club came out and said he'll be out for at least eight weeks. No, why yeah, are you putting pressure on your yeah, player? Let me ask you another question. Um, it's more it's more a combo of anything. Does the influx of gambling impact the way the Sixers release their information? Because if you had the over on their win total, or and does that so. uh, no. you, you don't think that help, that doesn't impact stuff anywhere? To, leaking stuff to Woj and Shams about the gambling and that. No, but I'm saying the gambling Tommy side T of the, it. Betting the Portland Trailblazers yeah. win total. The no. ga- <laughs> the gam. The gambling side of it, though, has an impact how teams release information, though. Yeah, well, they got fined for not having a man beat on the injury report in the game that he got, got hurt. hurt. Right. Right. All right, let's switch. That's the... more of a what was we that they screwed him there, too. They've Embiid, just get out of Philly. Maybe come to Boston. So the Sixers <laughs> without Embiid are done. We, yeah. we both agree on that. Uh, it yeah. doesn't matter. Maybe it's if they just do like make if the, the Celtics lost Tatum, they, 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 they'd still be good, but they would have no chance of winning the title. Right. But they, and they might not have a chance of making the playoffs, though, if they beat out, though. That's the, that's the biggest, that's the biggest issue with it. Well, well, it depends. Right. Uh, well, playoff, the playoffs, you get, can get down to what, like the 10 seed makes it. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But that's, let's go to the old Sixer coach who got fired after last year's debacle, uh, and who's going to get to coach the All-Star team. I think his record's one and four now. Is that correct? Uh, what do you got on our good friend Doc Rivers? I think Mbutu is that it? Mbutu? Yeah, Mbutu. Mbutu. Yeah, Mbutu. worked for one reason. You had Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, yeah. right? You had Kevin yeah. Garnett, who's one of the greatest locker room dudes ever. I don't think Giannis is. Honestly, if you got the guys like off the record to talk about him, like Drew Holiday, I don't think he would say like great things about Giannis as a teammate. Honestly, I don't think so. So, Mbutu, whatever. Doc Rivers, how does he keep getting jobs? I don't know. How did how did they decide the the answer for their coaching problem? Which I didn't even know what the coaching problem was. They had the second best record in the East. They had like third. They were like thirty and thirteen. Was the answer was Doc Rivers? I just they were this. If the Celtics did this, I didn't really. I guess I can't say I didn't hear much about it because I did hear about it and I saw it. They had like a fifteen point lead against the Jazz in Utah going into the fourth quarter yeah. the other night. They got outscored forty to thirteen in the fourth quarter. How does that happen? I have no idea how that happens. What? I have no idea how that. I, I, I are they one and four? Am I correct with that? They're it, one and four. It's one and four, one and three. So yeah, it, uh, last time I saw it was one and three. So yeah, probably one and four. Because they lost to the Jazz, that makes it four. And he is the All Star Game coach, the All Star Game coach. Yeah, unbelievable. I don't get the All Star Game rules like. Just do it like baseball does it, and just do whoever won the conference. There's like uh, uh, Spolstra should coach it. Really, he yeah. should. That's how it's 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 easy, and then it's the best record at the specific time, and you can't do it two years in a row. So Missoula did it weird. last year and can't do it this year. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I, I think Doc said he was going to send his staff, someone from his staff. I don't think Doc's going to coach it. I don't. I think Doc, if he coaches, he's going to lose. It yeah. doesn't matter. And then does that take? Is is a the Buck situation? Um, is that? Is the Lillard Giannis thing just not working, or or they don't know how to run an offense, or what? I, yeah, I guess they they're all. I, I honestly, I think I don't know too much about their like running an offense issues, but I don't, just don't think Lillard's been any good. Honestly, he's shooting like forty percent, he's 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 had a down year, and maybe this is where he is in his career, and he 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 isn't the player he is in Portland. I don't know. It's weird. He's not been good. He hasn't. That that it's simple as that. There's look at Giannis's numbers. Giannis is the MVP probably. Lillard, he just has not been good. Okay. That's and all. do you think the impact of losing Drew Holiday, uh, a stable defensive mix in the backcourt, and switching Holiday and 
What's the really basic difference between Holland and Lillard, really, right? Well, yeah, you need them to score, obviously. But uh, you can't criticize them for that because they lost in the first round as the one seed in five games. Like, it, I know they won a championship with Drew Holiday, but you almost have to do a major something drastic when that happens. You almost do. That's true. Just I like the Celtics you. almost got swept by the Heat, that same team, and they made a pretty drastic change. They got rid of Marcus Smart and brought in Porzingis. Right, and Smart so got a really have nice to do it. Smart got a nice uh, ovation coming back. Very so nice ovation. Good. The fans treat guys well if you play hard, and I, you don't trash on the city. Right, and next <laughs> Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie, he's an idiot though. Yeah. Uh, the, the Celtics are, I, I would say, and you you, you pick this right. They're they're in a weird part of their schedule, not playing a lot of great teams. Uh, and they lost the Lakers. They lost the week before to the Nuggets. Have they lost now three games at home? Nuggets. Yeah. They lost the Nuggets, Clippers, and Lakers at home, and haven't really played all that well. Um, uh, and they're they're in the they're in the tough part of the schedule. So you know you're going to be in the playoffs. You're probably going to be the number one seed. You know it's hard to give 100 percent effort 100 percent of the time if you're not hurting. Uh, give me your Celtic take as of today, Monday, uh, Tuesday the 15th. Yeah, it's just a weird part of the season where it's almost hard to get, like, jacked up for the games right now unless, like, they're playing the Heat or something, or the Bucks, Because it's just – it's that part of the season in the NBA where – and they have a five-game lead and everyone else is struggling in the East the, or the two other big teams are struggling in the East. And um, it's just it, – it, they're in, a, they're in a, a spot of the year where it's just kind of boring and, and they've had some bad losses here and there, but – I'm not too worried about anything. I do the rebounding. They got to rebound better. Yeah, I agree. And with that. and it's almost like not. It's not like I was talking about Andre Drummond. It's not really someone you add because it's the five, the starting five. When they're they don't rebound. Like Porzingis is not a good rebounder. That's what I've seen and noticed. So they just got to hopefully put a little bit more effort into that, and hopefully in the playoffs they they rebound a little bit better. Um, and then the Lakers game. It's a combination of bad rebounding, and then when your threes aren't falling, how many free throws did they take? If you don't, right. if you if you don't. If you're not making your threes, Tatum and Brown and Porzingis have to get to the line. Correct. They, didn't, they just didn't at all. So I think they I think game. they've struggled getting the line a while. A while. They, they forget the fact that you can drive and 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 get the ball into the paint and score. I, I agree with you on that. And I agree it's a lull and it's a good. It's a very good basketball team. Trade deadline coming up. Like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing them get just somebody who can not even have to be huge, but somebody who can come off the bench as a three or two and just hit a couple threes. I know they have they have. Um, the two white guys there, Pritchard and and Hauser, but maybe another type of player like that, uh, who they who they just come in and give you ten minutes of scoring when you when you're really in a lull and not 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 doing as well as you could be doing. Yeah, Brad knows what he's doing, so whatever Brad does, will I'll, I'll be happy with. If he does nothing, he does nothing. If they do something, they'll do something, and we'll see what we get. Okay, we'll um, hold on a second. We got to stop for a second because oh, I got to stop on my thing that we ran out. So just hold on a second. What does that mean? I don't know. The card must be full. All right, so nothing's probably wrong. This has happened before. He's going to overreact. Um, I'll keep going a little bit in, in the basketball world. I'm going to play um, a little LeBron clip right now. So LeBron, it, it, the trade deadline, it's almost it's, – it's around the trade deadline. LeBron does his little passive-aggressive stuff like, oh, he's wearing the Knicks towel, dropping some stuff. Rich Paul for like – who met with uh, the, the president of the Knicks, the guy who's running the Knicks, Leon Rose, who I guess used to be LeBron's agent before he was with Rich Paul. And, and, and all this stuff, the Knicks, oh, is LeBron going to get traded? He, he puts up all this performance. The Lakers kind of just tell him to go F himself. So we, we're, we're waiting to see if um, we have anything wrong in this uh, studio here. But, again, like I said, you're going to hear all this, and there's probably nothing wrong, and he's overreacting. But uh, here comes the help.
Look at that. Nothing was wrong. He overreacted again. If you guys are relying on that, plus it is the backup. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's our backup in case you screw up. So just keep going. Yeah, we're good. And I'll edit Let's him back out. You don't have to edit this out. I was talking about LeBron. <laughs> okay, whatever. We won't edit it. Thank you so, for the help. So I just have to go with that and don't worry about the ISO. Yeah, I should. Okay, all right. And that's the four cameras. Yeah. All right. All right. Sorry. Enjoy lunch. I, I could see him. I could see you looking at that thing, and I knew well, it's you flashing, freak it's, out. It's it. flashing. This has happened before. Nothing's it's wrong. It's flashing red and green. Yeah, All right. Dad, it's All not right. going to stop recording us. It honestly, if you have it recording, it's going to record. We're All fine. Right, keep going. You overreact. I was just no. talking about LeBron's passive aggressive stuff, and oh yeah, he does let's this go back. The trade into deadline that. every year, and he's wearing the Knicks towel, and how Rich Paul met with Leon Rose, who's the okay. president of the Knicks, and they hadn't talked in like ten years. The good news is I had the camera on Jack. Which is good. Yep. All right. So you talk LeBron. I can give a, I, you know what? No, there's nothing more to. I can give a crap about LeBron. LeBron is he? He. I used to be the biggest uh, Bron sexual, LeBron sexual around. I love LeBron. I loved him. But as I got older and as I started to see it, he started to piss me. It was really when he went to the Lakers. He's just been a diva, and he's been a diva forever. But he's really just he's been rubbing me the wrong way. I just. I'm 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 ready for him to retire. I am. All those the NBA doesn't all need those him all those uh, Wilmington High School basketball players would love LeBron. I'm gonna have to clip that one. I love. I never LeBron. heard of a LeBron sexual. That's Look, awesome. Okay, you they're Bron sexuals. Bron sexuals. You've those kids. They're LeBron kids. How old were they in 2016? Not old. When I was rot. How old were they in 2015? Nine. When nine. Kyrie Irving blew out his knee. Probably when, eight or nine. When Kelly Olynyk ripped out Kevin Love's arm. I was grinding back then. I was grinding against the Warriors. They didn't even grind. How about when they were playing the Spurs and Kawhi Leonard was dominating? I was grinding. I was out here grinding with LeBron. Don't tell Don't They can't tell me anything about LeBron. Jack going off on LeBron grind. All right. Uh, anything else in NBA for me? JB, Jalen Brown might do the dunk contest. I saw some Celtics fans be like, oh, my God, I don't want him to do this. Yeah. So there were two reasons why. Potential injury. Have you ever seen someone get injured in a dunk contest? Uh, he would no. be the guy to do it, though. He would be. The you know guy. what's funny? The only Celtic to ever win that dunk contest is D Brown, D E E Brown. So the two Browns could win a, could win the contest. That is so pretty cool. Yeah. And then the other reason why was because some people said he's not good enough to do it. Yeah, I don't get what? that. What? I don't. Jalen Brown. I'm not. He might be the best in-game dunker I've ever seen. He put Gobert on a poster this year. I was at a game five years ago when he put Porzingis on a poster. He puts everyone on a poster. Everyone. But I guess uh, the question comes down to: Can he? Can he do that with the, on the big stage? With nobody guard him. Yeah, he'll be all right. He's got. Yeah. He's got hops like you wouldn't believe. So did Celtics? Anybody? Anybody in the three-point contest in that? Hauser, Hauser might be going to go. I right? Think Hauser okay. might. He'd be good at it. And that did you Obviously. see the floor for that? Uh, did you see the Indianapolis floor for the the skills competition? It's like an LED floor. It's going to all light up in different things. Well, it's going to be interesting to watch too, that. Too much. Interesting. Too extra. That gets us uh, too extra. That gets us to the net final before we do our draft of Super Bowl players. Uh, gets us to the Super Bowl. All right. Um, the line the line had been changeable. We're going to go first. You you have a pet peeve about the uh, Niners, right? Okay. If they lose, like the only way. Are they going to stop whining? All they've done, they, it was the holding, Bosa talking about the holding, and then the owner talking about a holding on 3rd and 15 from the Super Bowl four years ago. And then and then you got them whining about the field, and Goodell's like, we had everyone look at that field. It's fine. And people are like, why do the Chiefs get to practice at, at, the, state, at the Raiders facilities? It's because they're the home team. And last year, the, the, the Eagles got to practice at the Cardinals facilities while the Chiefs practiced at Arizona State. It's how it works. Stop whining. If they lose this game... They're going to whine about the refs. I'm telling you, 
watch watch it. If not if when they lose this game, okay, they're going to whine like you wouldn't believe. All and right, it's so, gonna be pathetic. So, the owner, so the, everything. So the 49ers are bitching. You know what happens? This is what happens though when you have two weeks in between games. There's no game uh, prep right now. They they do all. Last night was all that that uh, press stuff. Today they start really, 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 really working, ready to the game. They the first oh. two, the two week the break causes all this bullshit they, to come out. The Chiefs just ridiculous. They got their the Chiefs already had their. They said they they had their game plan ready before they even before they left. Well, I'm they not talking about the game. I'm talking about just the time in between the games leads to all the. Baloney that you have to listen to, and everyone and I agree with you. They're whining. The field is soft. The field isn't soft enough. The yeah. Field's too hard. You know what? I have to practice out in the heat. It's hot in Las Vegas. You know, I gotta. You know, they they that one lineman. They never call him for holding. Even though he's been called for the most holding calls in the league. Um, Joey Bosa is the biggest crybaby that ever lived. Anyway, you know, and 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 just they're all. You know, you you suck it up and win, or you suck it up and lose. I mean, this is the way it works. They should have lost both playoff games. I don't know what they're whining about. Yeah, no, I'm. I don't. I I would like to destroy this team. I would like for the Chiefs to just destroy this team. Leave no doubt. I can't stand them. I can't. They're they're really pissing me off. I don't like them. The Chiefs. Meanwhile, they're complaining about the practice field. The Chiefs are doing. They did a full pad practice the other day. They're they're ready to go. And they're they're obviously they've been there before. So have the so have the Forty ers But that's but, that's uh, yeah. But four or five years ago, who was the? How many players are still there? More than you'd think, but more than you think, but no, not like the biggest. Right. It was the, the biggest, the only one that, that on the offensive side that was is returning from that Super was Depot, right? Because they, they probably had Trent Williams. Back oh yeah, too. Trent Williams. Yeah, then Trent and Williams was the best player on the field and for. They had the coach and right. So, so yeah, but they've been there. It's not like it's the they Lions going there first time, right? All right. Um, you, you just put here the the owner is the owner really bitching. Yeah, Jed owner, York, right? Is yeah, that the owner, Jed York? You didn't, I did not hear that. You got you, we have, okay. Jack's got some. Did you play stuff on um, LeBron too? No, I, I just no? talked and complained. Right. I don't know if I'll be able to find this. Uh, but the, I do. Jed York had complained about uh, something. Sure. Here comes the Jed York numbers. I was good. Um, no, no, no. Wrong thing. That he was sharing an emotional story there. <laughs> oh, we don't. Uh, the, you know, they're part of the D Bartolo family, and Eddie Joe Bartolo got kicked out of the ownership because he was doing nefarious things. When is is did his dad is is his dad like did his dad buy the team or did he buy the team? Eddie Senior bought the team. Then Eddie Junior was the owner, and then his sister is married to this York guy, Jed York, and they run the team now because something with Di Bartolo did something he wasn't supposed to do. Yeah, I can't I, I can't find it. But okay, okay. He he did say that on third and fifteen in the twenty twenty Super Bowl, Nick Bosa got held. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, David Imendorf, for you listening, I want to stop the bitching and the wine and let's play some football. These guys are football. I think it's just all, all it's again, I blame it for the two weeks ahead and everything. You know, they got nothing else to say. What else are you going to say? I mean, what do they had? What, who? We saw an interview last night. Um, Tony, right? Oh, my God. That Remember that awful. interview? He's, yeah, I didn't really say that they were lying. He's that out to lunch. That was in the comments section. He's out to lunch. Oh, my God. If he play, he might return punts. I'm That'd be terrified. awesome. I am terrified of him. That'd be awesome. I if he returns a punt and fumbles, it would oh be my the God. best. If he, I, will, I will kill myself. No, I can't say that. I will I will be very upset. Very upset. <laughs> that, that will record when he fumbles that punt for Jack. We'll record that. Oh, um, here we go. Oh, here we go. This is York. Nick Bosa getting held on third long <laughs> and that not getting called. Um, like it, it's football. 
It's football. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what he said. Yeah, so. uh, it's just being owner, being owner. They, they, uh, these guys, everybody's so damn competitive, and they want to win. Just and go down to pitch. Jupiter, Florida, and go to the massage parlor. Don't be complaining about the holding. Okay, da, that's a crafty Bob reference. There, <laughs> if anybody wants to know, shut up, shut catch. up, Bob Crafty. He was at the. He, we're watching the Grammys. Right, like, is that Bob Crafty? He's just sitting right there. So He's I, everywhere. yeah, I, I wonder. I wonder if there's a prop bet for how many times Taylor Swift gets shown. Oh my God, I I wish I could find it. There's prop. How many times Taylor Swift gets shown? There's like plus 800 Travis Kelsey proposes after the game. There's stuff about what her primary color she'll be wearing. It's like how red. Much, it's yeah. Well, red. red red's a heavy favorite. Yeah. There's so many. There's so many um, a Taylor Swift prop bets. Do you know what's so silly about stuff like that? Taylor Swift could get one of her friends to put a bet on one of them and win. Well, that would be illegal. How's that illegal? She's just giving him inside information. Actually, you know what? That probably isn't. You're, you're probably right. It's like I'm a. I'm a Travis, if, or there was one who was like they announced that they're pregnant. <laughs> oh my it's like god! Plus plus twelve hundred. This this country is going going to hell in a handbasket with all the gambling. That's how I look at it. Uh, did you get any picks from any of our friends out there in, in the real world? Wait, this is the best Wait, one. We got, we Five got... to one odds. Will Taylor Swift's navel be shown during the Super Bowl? Uh, the Super Bowl CBS broadcast. Navel. Does that mean her nose? No, her like... navel, her belly button. Oh. What the hell? Don't you know what a navel is? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, my God, Jack. That's what the navel is. When the umbilical cord is attached to the baby and the mom, when they cut the umbilical cord, that's how you get your navel. Yeah, I never. I thought I, I, I thought did I, not I, know it. I thought God, na- like navel. Mom out there, Kelly, let me tell you something. We oh, here we go. I got him. I got well. him. Here's another one. So it's the primary color of top. Uh, then will T- Taylor Swift wear Travis Kelsey jer- during the game? That's three to two odds, yes. Um, primary color, uh, what will she wear on the bottom half of this, on her bottom half? Short skirt, trousers, dress, leggings, leotard. Taylor Swift. Lip- you got to be kidding. Taylor me. Swift lipstick color red minus fifteen hundred. Ah, oh, she's not gonna. She's going black. How many Chiefs slash Kelsey jewelry pieces will Swift wear? Over under five. Taylor Swift headwear, hat or a knit cap. What outfit? What will Taylor Swift wear? Outfit made by Kyle Jusick's wife. Maybe that is yes two it's, to one it's odds. Usick, but that's okay. Usick, yeah. Uh, Taylor Usick. Swift plane to Super Bowl. Will Taylor Swift travel from Japan to Las Vegas be shown on the broadcast? Oh, they might show the plane landing. Yeah, yeah they Will could, Taylor yeah. Swift mention Ke- Kelsey and the Chiefs at the Tokyo show? And <laughs> that's just they have everything. You know, my guess is if I had said the Tokyo show, I'd bet no because it's it's irrelevant. They don't, they don't give care. a sh- they don't care out there. All right, well, you had a pick from who? Do you have Justin's pick or something? Justin had 27 to 24 49ers. Now, hopefully there's a defensive touchdown in there or something because if Brock Purdy scores 27 points, I I don't know what to do because I really don't like Brock Purdy. But if he scores 27 points on this Chiefs defense, he's a really good quarterback. He is. Okay, what do you, you, Mr. Boyle, have? So I don't like how confident I am. I remember last year against the Eagles, I went into that game and it was like, this could go either way. I almost thought that they were they were the underdogs. I thought the Eagles probably had fifty five percent chance of winning that game going into it. So this year, I I just don't see a way that Brock Purdy beats Mahomes and Brock Purdy beats this defense. I really I don't. Now McCaffrey could cause them problems because they don't defend the run that well. And Shanahan's not going to be an idiot and go away from that. But at the end of the day, I am going thirty one to seventeen Chiefs. All right, and I just wrote down mine. Mine was going to be uh, I got the I got the Chiefs going twenty four seventeen Chiefs. Uh, I see a low. I, I mean, I think Kansas City's going to go out and do what Detroit and Green Bay both did and run the football right at them. Which is again the way to the the, the old way to beat Mahomes used to be to to slowly drying the clock out. 
uh, long drives. Kansas City's adopted that as the longer they keep the ball, the better off they're going to be. I think if Kansas City gets up to a lead like Detroit or Green Bay did, that game, I, there's absolutely no chance for San Francisco to come back. So San Francisco's going to have to going to have to really open it up early. And I don't have like you, I don't have a lot of faith in Purdy. So uh, those are the three picks: uh, Justin twenty-seven, twenty-four Niners, Jack thirty-one, seventeen uh, Chiefs, and Jim twenty-four, seventeen Chiefs. I also think. There's a 50% chance Brock Purdy just throws up on himself. Throws like three interceptions and just it's not even a competitive game. Honestly, I think there's a 50% chance that happens. That he, like, I think it was, was it against the Ravens when he threw like four interceptions and they got annihilated by yes, the Ravens? Yes, yes, This defense is not as good as the Ravens, but it's close. These defensive backs are really good. He's going to, I could see him throwing three interceptions and. But just don't you dip. think that Shanahan knows that, and he'll really? Re- I think uh, McCaffrey. Oh, oh, yeah. I think the key. The key is yeah. McCaffrey's got to touch the ball at least thirty times for them to win. Yeah. That's how I think. Yeah. So I would yeah. go that way. Uh, that's our picks. Uh, both Jack and I have the Chiefs. Uh, we'll come be back next week with a nice Super Bowl wrap up uh, to try to. We'll talk some Taylor Swift as well. Um, remember at the beginning of the year we talked about Taylor. Remember they started right off and whether she would impact the locker room or not. Obviously she didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the Chiefs being as professional as they are with a good head coach and a good lead quarterback. And really, I give a lot of credit to Travis Kelsey, yes. too, who didn't let it in the locker room. I mean, they struggled this year, I think, and I always blame that on the offensive coordinator, not on the uh, the, uh, the Taylor Swift thing. And, again, what's your take right now on the Swift-Kelsey uh, impact on the football? It's good. It's good to have her there. She's bringing a new audience to football. I'll just say, I'll give credit to the both of them. She's not, like forced him to do things and like come to my concert probably she's also been off so she it's like she's not mad like he wasn't at the grammys because he plays football right right credit to her for not getting in the way of anything like that and credit to travis kelsey for just being a good leader and not letting it distract him from what his ultimate goal is right and i read somewhere where travis kelsey's down i'm going to paraphrase what he said because i don't have it exactly but travis kelsey said the first time he met her they were in the box she was in the box with them and uh, he was talking she was sitting down the front row she was going to get up to get some food or wherever to to move out and up and the first thing she did when she got up she was picking up everyone else's trash and getting ready to throw away and he said at that point he knew what type of human being she was. And, I mean, she's this. she is the biggest superstar in the world right now. Maybe not Messi or whatever. We have all those soccer players or the Pope or whatever or Donald Trump or Joe Biden. But she's the biggest name in the world entertainment right now. And he said she was humble enough and her upbringing in, like I said, Reading, Pennsylvania must have been pretty good. But and I, I credit a lot of that. I mean, she really has handled it very well. And I think her and Kelsey needed to deserve a lot of credit, and it's all over the place now. So, and the Super Bowl—you can't get any bigger event than the Super Bowl in American television. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It hasn't ruined the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes has really struggled this year with getting these receivers on board. I think the coach has done a pretty good job uh, keeping everybody stable, and uh, they can create. Uh, they can win back to back for since first time since 0304 Patriots. So, looking forward to the Super Bowl. About Taylor Swift and, like, her acting like that as a person, me and Mom were talking about this watching the Grammys because Mariah Carey came out, and we literally said it at, like, the same time. It's like, she just gives off the biggest diva vibes in the world. You really don't get that from, like, she's not picking up her trash, you know, other people's trash right, out of right. game. You really, you don't get that at all from Taylor Swift. She does seem, like, pretty down to earth and enjoys herself. And, 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 and to that fact, as we, as we praise Taylor Swift on the show, that fact... She also gave like all the people who drove trucks for her in the USA tour like a hundred thousand dollar bonus. I mean, I mean, I know their money's there and, yeah. <laughs> and money's meaningless, but it's it's the thought process of that 
And, and the other piece about her is, and we don't want to talk politics too much in the show, but there's so many stuff about her and politics that we just have to forget about. So let's 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 enjoy the Super Bowl. Uh, we'll both be rooting for the Chiefs. I will write down interesting things Jack says so I can. Their psyop this. relationship. It's it the CIA. Psy-op. The CIA produced this relationship. That's yeah. the awesome. That's okay. the best I've ever heard. All right, now for the fun Team part. Team sports are meant to yes. tear apart America. Um, now for the fun. <laughs> it, and it's a, it's a country singer and a white Midwestern tight end. You can't get any more um, redneck than that, we'll say. All right, let's go on to our draft. We're going to draft. There's What are we getting, 10 each? Uh, no, seven each. Seven each. That's we'll it. Do, we do our, it's our seven wonders of the Super Bowl. I get my seven wonders of the Super Bowl. So we're drafting the best players in the Super Bowl. We need a coin. We got to, or get it up on your computer. We got it because the first pick is the most important pick. Because whoever's the first pick is the best team. <laughs> yeah, well, because they're going to get the best player, right? By far. Yeah. So do you have an automatic flip on there? Yeah, I get it. So how are we going to do this? Why don't we do a snake? We snake it. So one gets you one. snake it? Yeah, that's easy. Cause it doesn't matter who gets one. What do you there. got? Tails or heads? Uh, tails. I got tails. Does it say it on so we can hear it in the... Why is it taking so long? Heads. <laughs> Heads is. So Jack gets first. I get second and third. Right? Yeah. All right. So yeah, You I... know what? That's fair in this one because of the yeah, moms. Yeah, because... Of... Although, you I know what's I'm funny... I'm interested to see who you pick with those two picks. So I'll go Mahomes. You're up. Okay. So I'm, like, you got to take... I, I'm going to write these down. Okay. You're going to go Mahomes. I get two picks now. I am definitely... The second best player in the, in the process is, is um, Kirsten McCaffrey. So I'm going to go McCaffrey second, and I will... Take um, I'm going to take Kelsey third. Uh, you know, it's I have a problem taking interior linemen okay. early, but I got so you've got Mahomes. I'm gonna fly through these next two picks: Jones, Chris Jones, and Trent Williams. So yeah, that's exactly how I had them rated too. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, Chris Jones, when the when the lights get bright, he shows up. I mean, he he is a monster of a football player. One of the best players I've ever seen. Yes, yes. One of the best players I've ever seen. He's clutch. And Trent Williams is just. I remember he missed a few games. This year, and they lost like four games in a row when he wasn't there. He's very important to what they do. So the question is, who? He's the left tackle. Who's the left tackle for the? You don't even know who the left tackle for the Chiefs is, do we? I forget his name. Ta- yeah. Taylor's the right tackle. Yes, the one is, that is, uh, holds Tooney all the playing? time. Tooney playing? Do we know? I we've not heard. He's going to be a game time decision. Yeah, he wouldn't be in the top. J. Trev's going to be mad at us for not be, knowing the left tackle. He would be oh. top fourteen. I uh, see if I have left tackle for them on my list. No, all right, you just pick. Let's okay. go. I got two picks. I'm going to go uh, Jay Trev's favorite player of all time, Freddie Warner. Uh, and then I'm going to go with um, – God. I'm going to – I have to go with um, Debo Samuel because I, I hate to pick all these 49ers, but Debo Samuel would be um, next. He's a top 10 guy. Now it gets – now it, now it's when it gets interesting because um, – We've each got three. So you, right now, Jack's got uh, Jones, he's got Williams, and he's got Mahomes. I got McCaffrey, Kelsey, and Samuel. So you're up next. So actually, I think there's a better receiver. He had a better year. Uh, J-Trev helped me with this take, but he had a better year than Debo. I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. Um, and I'm also going to take uh, McDuffie, Trent McDuffie. Um, he, I think he I think he made all pro. Um, just just barely edges out uh, Sneed, but phenomenal player. They've they've had a great year. Yeah, defense. yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Ayuk and McDuffie. So I have Ayuk, McDuffie, Mahomes, Williams, and Bosa. So you have two. No, picks you didn't here. take Bosa yet. Not Bosa. Williams and yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I'm gonna go Bosa definitely. Yep. J. Trev had him ranked third. And then I, I I don't have him ranked third. And I'm gonna go a little bit weird. I'm gonna go with Pacheco with the Chiefs. I again, if we're if we're ranking players who we think are gonna do really well. 
Um, I'll go with uh, Pacheco. He's he's I, he's probably rated a little. I probably have him too high because it's tough. But on my list, I still have two guys that I I can pick if I want to. So you are now. How many picks is that? One, two, three, four, five. You got two picks, and I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. So you've got a you've got two coming up, Jack, and I got uh, one more. If we're gonna go seven, I have two. I only have how many? Wait, who you who want do to I go have? seven? Who do I have? Yeah, you yeah, got yeah. Mahomes, Williams, Jones, McDuffie, Ayuk. Okay, I'm going to go with Ayuk. So you're air up. I'm gonna go with Creed Humphrey. So I know who the center is on the Chiefs. He's he's. I think he was second team All Pro. Uh, probably might have had a better year than Jason Kelsey, but you know Jason Kelsey deserves first team All Pro. Might be the best center in the league. Um, and then I'm deciding between two players. You you didn't take Kittle, did you? No. I'm I'm uh. deciding between Kittle, but I want to keep McDuffie and and Legarius together. So I'm gonna take Snead. You're going with Snead. And then and then another shout out would be um Karloftis. Karloftis could be there. I'm gonna take Kittle. Yeah, because you left him out there for me. Uh, nobody took Purdy. Yet. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to expand one or two more? No, or, it's or fine. Who cares about Purdy? Oh, yeah. I then, okay, you, uh, you get one wild card. Who? 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 You think one wild card? Yeah, so I know who you're going to take, and I'm going to take the same guy. I think there's one of the. Uh, biggest, you're going to take the same guy. One of the one of the biggest. This, I bet you it's the same. Yeah, guy. I know because that. I just the way you phrased that question. I know who you want to take. It's it's Butker. Yes. So. The, the difference. That's in, true. The You're difference right, in Butker, I'll give you credit. The difference in Butker and Mo- I know you. I, I the way you phrased that question, I knew that's exactly what you're thinking. But I was going to say him anyways. I'm taking Butker because I think there's a huge difference in him and Moody. It's it's Moody, right? It's the kicker. Yeah, and definitely major difference. I think there's a big difference in, in the punter. The the punters. I think the San Francisco punters look better than the the Kansas. But I would never pick a punter. Yeah, he didn't have some great punts um no. in that Ravens game. But I but, will say about Butker's about, top twenty to uh, me about Butker. He, he's like almost underrated because he's an all-time great kicker. He really is. Like he's probably in the top ten, maybe even top five all-time kicker. Honestly, maybe not top five, but he's one of the best kickers ever. He's just so so clutch in the playoffs. Everyone like the thirteen-second play, the thirteen seconds against Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. He he drilled up a, a huge long clutch kick. Still, like he's hit some major kicks. He made the. I know it was a, it was a from like the one yard line, but he made um. The kick to win the Super Bowl last year, so he's he always shows up. He never misses kicks. He's gonna miss a kick. Now. So from yeah, I know. So from a specialty perspective, I would go. The, I tell you, the the punter for San Francisco has really kept them in games when they were getting beat a lot. When and, and they make it Detroit and, and uh, Wisnowski, I think his name is right. Sounds yeah, right, Wisnowski. But if I again, I would go with uh, Butker, not Moody. I'd go with the punter Wisnowski over Towson for Kansas City. Um, I think the one guy that. One guy that, and, and we'll come, we'll, we'll come back to this in a second. Neither of us took um, Carol Loftus, right? But he was hurt last week, right? No, he played. He played all week. I thought he went out with an no, injury. No, the other, the, I forget the guy. Yeah. The other guy tore his ACL. And then you're right like about the their, 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 Tooney and Trey Smith. Those, are, and the other guy I would, I'd really think is going to have a big game is Rasheed Rice. Yeah, Rasheed Rice know, is so. very good. So, but and uh, he's another guy. Let's go to the guy that get picked. Uh, let's do a minute on Brock Purdy. You told me he was going to throw up on himself. I, he no, might. I said 50% chance. I did not say he was going to throw up on himself. I said there was a 50 It's not like the Lions. I think there is a chance we're here on Monday and we're saying Brock Purdy just totally ruined that Super Bowl. I won't care because okay. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. But I'm, I'm serious. I don't trust. And if he beats them by by scoring 27, scores 27 points, 30 points, I'll come in here and I'll say I was wrong. Brock Purdy's a good quarterback. Unless, unless he does nothing. 
You know what? There's a way they could score 30 points, and I say he still sucks. That's true, and I agree with that. I'm not a big Purdy fan. I don't think I think you're. I think I totally agree with you that he could throw up on himself. I wouldn't have picked him. Um, I know that. Does J. Trav have him ranked anywhere? Who? Purdy. Uh, so J. Trav's rankings. Ready? Yep. Mahomes, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa, Travis Kelsey, McCaffrey, Fred Warner, Chris Jones, Ayuk, Duffy, McDuffie, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. Creed Humphrey, Sneed, Purdy, Karloftis. So who did he have ahead of— He had Chris Ma- Jones seventh. Who did he have ahead of McCaffrey? What the hell? He had Kelsey, Bosa, Williams, and, and Williams and Mahomes. He had Williams second. He had Bosa third. He had Kelsey fourth. Oh. How, but Kelsey dominates how you can, the playoffs. I, I, I he agree. does. I so don't know how. I, I agree. With I, I'll tell you, Jay Trav, if you're listening, I don't know how you can rate McCaffrey, who is the most important player— on the field, on the offensive side, for the San Francisco 49ers, he has got just like Mahomes. Those two will drive the bus. Purdy will either choke or find McCaffrey in those little wheel routes, and they'll hand the ball off to him. I think McCaffrey has to touch the ball 30 times, and the ball's in Mahomes' hands. Those are two important players. Jay Trevor, don't get it. Uh, so, Jack, uh, as we We're finish— We're not going to criticize Jay Trevor because we don't even know who the left tackle is for the Chiefs. He'd be, he knows who the backup left tackle is. <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He could probably why. go like 100 deep here. He did say the, the 49ers have more like maybe more like superstar-level players, but he does say like— from the one depth through fifteen, level from fifteen to thirty, the Chiefs take over a little bit. The Chiefs have a better roster, yeah, in terms of like yeah. they're they're a deeper roster. And I think again, the quarterback is vitally important. A guy's won two Super Bowls. Uh, the one Super Bowl he lost the uh, he's lost the one to um, the Tampa Bay. He didn't play well. They didn't play well that Super Bowl. So, as we get ready to wrap up show number twenty five, our pre. Um, our pre-Super uh, Bowl show. Jack, any any last words? Uh, it is February 6th, which is a very important day in, um, you know, the the I guess the history of Manchester United. So my thoughts are with the uh, Busby Babes and everyone that was affected by the disaster 66 years ago. It's very nice to see our new owner, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, show up and be present at these, you know, the memorial ceremonies that, that we do when they lay the reef because the Glazers were never there. It's a, It's a very important part of the club, so it's good to see we have an owner that's there. All right. Well, that's uh, that's Jack's uh, tribute to the Manchester United plane crash that killed everybody, probably. And uh, uh, and I love I know he loves the new owner, but then again, we love John Henry in twenty thousand and three too. So you never know what's going to happen I'll, over the I'll next fifteen or twenty years. Uh, and um, this will be it, uh, Super Bowl show. Uh, we preview Super Bowl. We'll do a little bit of a recap of the Super Bowl next, and then we'll be on and we're up or into our spring uh, spring events. Uh, I am going to be taking a little bit of a trip down to Florida for a month. Uh, I'll be on Zoom with Jack. He'll have to run the show. So episode 25, we'll get 26 and 27 in the can before I leave. And I really appreciate everyone for listening, watching, whatever you do. Shout out to all you guys. So for uh, Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. For It all boils down to this, and we'll see you on down the road. Thanks for listening to this episode of It All Boils Down to This, recorded at WCTV Studios in our hometown of Wilmington, Massachusetts. We're always open to any ideas, critiques, topics, and guests. So if anyone out there in podcast world needs to get a hold of us, we can be reached via email at jboyle22 at comcast.net. Along with Jack Boyle, I'm Jim Boyle. Make sure to tune in to the next edition of It All Boils Down to This.